Welcome everybody, Shia number 871. We're learning today Lerefua Shalema Malka Yuta Bas Shendel Shataka Averefua Shalema Psoich Shar Chayle Yisrael. Okay, again, it's Shir number 871. Getting back to a malacha of Soiser destroying. So, Baruch Hashem, we're coming towards the end of Soiser. The malacha of Soiser destroying is not too um, not too large because of the fact that most of the examples we pretty much learned in the halachas of Boine building and everything is just now we're just going through on the other side basically um, some various different examples of as to how it works but the principles are basically the same um, so I just want to go through a few various interesting examples, some which we mentioned, some are new, just to review real quickly as to, from the Sefer Shabbos home, he brings down certain things to be, be aware of in reference to the Malacha of Soiser. Just real quickly to mention, Bezrat Hashem, after this, uh, we want to try and get a little bit into the Malacha of Makkah Bepatish, which... Uh, we've spoken quite a bit about already and that's where one does a final blow a single action and completes an item it's like we've been talking about it's a, basically a cousin a first cousin uh, to Boina and Sais a real more to Boina because it's a constructive act the act of Makabipatish is a constructive act okay so real quickly just to go through some quick examples bring down the Sefer Shabbos home on 454 again a reference to Saiser. one is forbidden under the Malach of building of Boina to improve Prove the ground on Shabbos. Conversely, he brings down one is also under the malacha of soiser, destroying to reverse improvements made to the ground. For example, he brings down packing down earth to create a firm level path. Let's say whatever somebody was working there during the week. So on Shabbos they'll they'll pack down the earth with their even with their foot. They'll say it's muksa whatever. They'll do it even with their foot. So that's what he brings down packing down earth to create a firm level path or floor is also on Shabbos as far as the act of building goes. But it follows that tearing up the packed down uh, packed down earth is also is forbidden as well in conjunction with the act of soiser um, demolishment okay so so obviously it's the same thing if somebody you know somebody sees that the the builder whoever was there working during the week you know uh, messed up let's say they were working in the alleyway or on the floor or something they messed up a little piece and they want to just kick it and you know adjust it or something like that so that again would be falling under the category of either boinabing or soiser destroying depending on if they're packing it down or you know, p- uh, picking it up a little, tearing it up a little bit. So that one, another thing one has to be careful with on Shabbos, and that's especially even worse, obviously, because that ha- falls into the category of it has to do with the floor. Again, so it's just some more things, items to be careful with. Tehazirovah, he brings down like this in Safe Shabbos home, a carpet that is permanently installed is regarded as part of the structure. A permanently installed carpet um, one has to be careful if it's, you know, whatever it is, nailed down or however it's put, wall to wall for sure. Um, even could be even a smaller carpet as long as it's it's um, permanently installed. These these throw around mats, so that's a different story. It could be a question of mux or whatever the case is. That's, that's not a major issue. The problem is when it's permanently installed. That's uh, regarded as part of the structure, and therefore it may not be pulled up on Shabbos. You, one might say, well, I'll pull it up after I want to see what the floor looks like or something underneath or whatever. So that's running into the problem of soiser destroying on Shabbos. And again, that could be even a device if one is doing it in conjunction with whereby to put on the better carpet after Shabbos. Okay, moving right along, interesting example, the handle of a pot. In general, a pot is muksa on Shabbos, but it's forbidden to unscrew the handle of a pot on Shabbos most of the time it's not coming up but people everybody one should be aware obviously the handle of a pot attached to a pot 
is all one piece, and now when one de, uh, de, uh, unscrews the handle, so they're making it's an act of destruction. The pot is basically um, not usable. Okay, it, uh, again, the, the fact taking something not usable is not a um, is not one of the categories of soicer whereby you have to make it not usable. But now you're taking off the handle, and and it's an act of soicer destroying. Um, another interesting case he brings down again something which most of us are probably not doing but just to keep in mind he brings down one may not remove a back panel of a watch one for whatever reason remove the back panel of a watch and even if it's not screwed in just to pop it off or something like that that's something that's made to be there it's not made to come off and on on a constant basis so one may not remove the back panel of a watch to change a battery let's say during the week they're going to change a battery so they just want to remove whatever the case is that would also be a question the problem of not a question it'll be a problem of Sicer destroying and again, possibly even a derisa. Important thing which we spoke about also, which is very important to keep in mind, it's forbidden to unscrew the filter of a faucet the, the, the end tip of a faucet on Shabbos because the faucet obviously is attached to the structure removing the filter is an act of demolition not the filter itself uh, the filter over there also and that whole end piece of the um, of the faucet you screw it off screw it on it's it's that's part of karka part of structure taking that off is an act of soyser destroying Okay, now he brings down which something which we've spoken about, but just to talk, sort of like confirm it in reference to a shelf of a bookcase, a small bookcase. Now, a smaller bookcase, sometimes it has two or three shelves, it's a small little bookcase, um, and whatever reason they want to take out the shelf. You have these various different types of shelves that are not screwed in the shelf. It just, you know, you stick it in, stick it out, it's, it comes in and out. So he brings down the mice, it is permissible, it is allowed to remove the shelf of a small bookcase. So we're talking about obviously a small bookcase, less than 40 saw, these small type of bookcases might have two or three shelving on it. Um, it is permissible to remove the shelf of small bookcase on Shabbos. This is because the bookcase is a small utensil and the shelves are made to fit loosely. Again, we want to keep that in mind. It's made, it's just you put it in, you know, you stick it in, stick it out. There's no there's no screwing in involved and pegs and all these various type of things. It just sits on top of the screws that were there from before Shabbos. You have these little things that stick out that were there from before Shabbos. So that, that's what it brings down. The bookcase is a small utensil and the shelves are made to fit loosely. If it's made to fit tightly, that's running into a problem. Um, under these circumstances, the malacha of the soicer does not apply because, just like we spoke about the pendant um, on the necklace and so on, here too, if the bookcase is attached to the wall, though, the shelves may not be removed. Once the bookcase is attached to the wall, we've spoken about that, that runs into a problem of karka structure. So it depends what type of bookcase. And but if again, if it is a small one and it's very just the shelves that just sit right on top, you just pick it right out, there's no screwing in or whatever the case is, that will be okay on Shabbos. And we've spoken about obviously in the past the case of a large bookcase, if it's a large bookcase, more than 40 so or so on, whether it's attached or not attached, that would be also to take the shelves in and out, even if they're there sitting there loosely. It's only by a smaller bookcase, the small, less than 40 so, the small little ones. Now, he talks about uh, cabinets, right? regular big cabinets people have in the kitchens and so on. Well, one has to be careful. Those are all part of structure. Any part of that to take off, whether it's taking off the door of a cabinet or taking off the knob of a cabinet, or sometimes inside you have other items that are attached to the cabinet that are there, you know, to be made on a permanent basis. They're screwed in, whatever. So the, t taking all these various type of things, taking the door off the hinges, whatever it might be, uh, on, you know, the, the yeah, sometimes you have a couple of different type of knobs, sometimes you have decorations and 
and, and again, whereby it's all part of the cabinet. So taking these various pieces off is running into a prav saucer. Again, the cabinet, the general large cabinet in the kitchen um, is structure and more careful not to remove items, uh, not uh, but not obviously we're not talking about items in the cabinet that's not the question the question sometimes you have items that are attached to the door um or the door itself like we said the knobs and these type of things door the hinges and so on. one has to be careful that it runs under the category of structure and removal of anything and that would be the issue of soycer destroying uh, another thing also to keep in mind, removing shelves from a cabinet. Sometimes there's shelves you can move up and down and various different things. Um, in a large cabinet in the kitchen, it's all karka, and the shelves, even though they might not be in so tightly, that is also running into a problem because, again, if it's, it's a large structure. It's part of the house. It's part of the walls and so on. And those shelves going in and out, some might adjust to take it out, put it in. That is also running into a problem of soycer. So the, all the adjustable shelving in the cabinet, just like we spoke about the fridge, um, one has to be careful not to take them in and out. The other thing is also we want to keep in mind usually the shelving in the cabinets. Refrigerator is sometimes a little bit easier. We spoke about um, if it's made to come in and out and it's just sitting there. We spoke about that in the past, but by cabinets, cabinets usually, um, you know, the shelf is there to sit there, to sit tightly for a long period of time. Otherwise, the, the cabinet is not such a well-made cabinet. The shelving is there for a long period of time. So that makes it even worse. So that's why one has to be careful uh, readjusting cabinet shelving on Shabbos is running into the problem. It could be boina also, but definitely, or, or soysa, taking it out, whether you're taking it out, taking it in, depending on what one is doing. One has to be careful with that. Now, it, one thing, if it's a small cabinet, sometimes people have small cabinets, they're less than 40 sardis, small little cabinets with two or three shelves, Then, the, and it's not attached to the wall. If it's attached to a wall, it's a bigger problem, but not attached to the wall, that would be uh, the same case as these small bookcases, whereby if the shelf is not screwed in, it's just made to come in and out on a constant basis, it's not in tightly, or so on, um, to take it in and out, the would not be a problem, that would have the same din as the bookcase. But again, it would have to be a small cabinet and not attached to the wall um and and not we were talking about where you're screwing it in tightly and these type of things it's just loosely comes loosely comes in and out uh but the wall the the the, the wall cabinets that what we're talking about the big wall cabinets those are definitely a big problem to take in and out delving one last thing he brings under the safe shabbos home that taka it is permissible he says it's allowed he brings this on page 461 to remove the door of a small bookcase again we have a small bookcase less than 40 saw um provided that it's not tightly attached. For example, he brings an example, I don't know how many bookcases have this, but he brings an example, the door that hangs loosely from prongs, a door that hangs loosely from prongs, or a sliding door that fits loosely on the track. So it has to fit loosely, and it has to be a small type of a bookcase. Since it's a, since it's a small utensil, it falls under the category of small kalim, small utensil, and so on, and the door is made to be attached only loosely. It's never attached tightly, the malacha of soysa uh, demolition does not apply. If, however, he does say, if, however, the bookcase, this bookcase, even though it's small and it's a, the, the door is only on prongs, it's attached loosely or so on, if, however, the bookcase is attached to the wall, it is regarded as part of the structure and therefore even a loosely door may not be removed. So these are some, some other items to keep in mind. Thank you for listening. Ansalacha and Baracha Kol